Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. What a year it's been. It sucked. Have a nice year, people. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. It's actually been our biggest growth year ever, I, which is weird. Actually, great. Yeah, there's, there are some, some miracles in this world, and I'm not sure how we pulled that one off. But yeah, it has been an insane year. And I think, first of all, I think we want to thank... Everybody that listens. Yeah. First of all, first and foremost, thanks to our listeners. We couldn't do it without you, literally. And it's uh, it's really fun. It's been fun to just meet more and more people. In spite of COVID, we've done a, we've done a lot of events, especially with our partners partnership with Avance, and we've met a lot more people. It's been really great watching the community grow. I think Avance has continued to grow in spite of everything. So we see a lot more community. It's been a weird year. I don't know how else to describe it. it. It's a lot of people have had a really hard year. And so I'm more and more f- aware of how fortunate we are as a show to be growing so much. I never expected that. I was worried generally just with the, I thought looking back over this, when COVID first hit, I thought we were going to be, I thought things were just going to be quieter. We were a lot of our, a lot of our listenership is people going to and from work. A lot of our listenership is we meet people from events. And when this first started, I was concerned, you know, like, well, great. We don't have events. We don't get to meet people. And a lot of our, our growth is obviously due to our sponsors but it's organic. It's very organic. We meet people. We get we meet guests by going to events, being like, "Hey, you should talk to this guy. You should talk to this guy." And now we're we're still getting that. The degrees of separations we've proven this year, and the fact. I mean, look look at last week's episode, and the fact that you know, yeah, <laughs> mountain biking and how how much it links into us. It's just incredible. But I think I realized that we were going to be okay this year because when I was in, in my condo scrubbing the floor with a toothbrush because I had nothing else to do, like I had watched everything on TV, <laughs> I had played, and I was like. Oh, yeah, people are going to listen to podcasts. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we may be okay. Not that, you know, I mean, Dan and I have, well, mostly thanks to Dan. I mean, what it takes to make a podcast is not what I thought. I mean, the, the <laughs> amount of money you have to invest to make a podcast is really nothing. You can record with your phone and, and publish. Yeah. And it's, but um, to do it well yeah. costs quite a bit more than I yeah, thought. Yeah. To, that's to not be some dude <laughs> in his basement, it takes more than I thought. But I mean, but second of all, we have to thank our sponsors. A yeah. huge shout out to Avance, Haggerty, Carter Subaru, really coming through this year. America's Automotive Trust is an in-kind sponsorship. Of course, we always support the, their nonprofit. And then Drivers Club, of course, who we miss dearly because they have such an awesome facility. They've been great to us. I miss broadcasting from there. But uh, I, I'm going to shout out again to David Wheaton from Mount Sai Pub, who has accommodated <laughs> us lately. Uh, <laughs> even when like the power flickers because it's out in North Bend, it's up on the mountain. But I mean, that's really what's been cool this year is we've met people. We don't we don't have a long history with David. We've we only met him. I mean, to do the episode, maybe a month ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but a yeah. month ago, and he, he just opened his doors to us. And said, "Yeah, you, this is fun. You guys should come do stuff here." And when Drivers Club had to shut down, rightfully so, due to due to the, that was the right call on their part. And I'm not judging them at all due to the pandemic sounds like you're judging i, f- I feel judged. right no <laughs> it was like well i mean we can just keep recording here but it's kind of it's odd to meet a new guest who you don't know and say hey come to my house and sit in my kitchen you know we, we've made it work but uh when when we have a place to go a public facility it gives people a little makes people a little more comfortable so i really appreciate that and what he did that was above and beyond but man what cool guests and listeners we have and i think a lot of people don't realize that a lot of times when we interview people and that's kind of how we want it is when you're hearing the episode we met them maybe an hour before we started recording the episode. Yeah, a the lot episode, of people. Yeah, the episode is us getting to know them and tell their story. And a lot of it is a lot of trust in people we know saying, hey, talk to this person. They'll be great in the show. And, yeah. and 90% of the time, more they're than right. that, yeah. they're right. They're like, yeah, this is a really cool person. Yeah. She hasn't killed a baby in days. Oh, okay. Well, let's get on that then. <laughs> Dark. I mean, and, and, and a lot of people don't know this and the fact that when we go into an interview with people, we don't, a lot of places will send you questions ahead of time. We don't send anything. We tell people where we're going to be, when to show up, what do you want to drink, and we, and we hang out. Because yeah. that's, we want people to, we want to, as we're asking people the questions, and you're thinking of them in your mind, we're thinking of them too. So, makes yeah. it simple. But it's been, I mean, like, I was looking back on, on the website, which, by the way, I mean, has gone through a huge transition this year. We did, what, close to 50, 52 episodes, probably. It'll be 52 episodes, It'll be 52. Yeah. And that works out, one a week, 52 yeah. weeks. <laughs> Um, we had a huge transition, which, um, and, and I want to h- thank uh, Jeremy for it. We made a transition from, we're still Rain City Supercars, but we are now, all of the website and everything says RCS, because we really want to reach out into the community and interview people that are, are not just car stuff, but are interesting to us as well. Yeah, and we're not going to go too far off that. We're still that, Rain City Supercars. We always will be. Yeah, uh, but the RCS, that branding, we like. we didn't want people to listen to the show, and I think you guys have picked up on this, and think like, oh, they're just... They just want to talk to snobby car guys. Yeah. And most of the, to be fair, 
a lot of the we super don't car- ever want to talk, talk to snobby, snobby car, car guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, and the supercar owners that we do know are not snobby. That's why they're great. But yeah, it's a, it's really opened up a lot. We've met some really cool people. It's still applicable. It's more. It's fun. That's for sure. I mean, it's it's been an interesting year. We started this year recapping. We, 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 we you didn't make you weren't able to make it down to Scottsdale this year, which was still a big event, even though the world was starting to go dark. Yeah, you know, and we started kind of getting to our DS, and you know. Right off the bat, I think we, I think Trevor Trevor Wirt from Dirtfish was one of our first big guests that we had up, and yep. it was a lot of fun to have him. We've been work, we've been friends with him for a long time, and uh, working with him. But um, Dirtfish has provided a lot of great guests. We meet a lot of people who have worked through Dirtfish, have gone to Dirtfish, or have yeah. met, or people at Dirtfish have referred them to us. I don't think people understand, and even people in the car world, and I didn't for a long time realize how big of an influence in the world of motorsport dirt fish is not just rally but motorsports and, and this yeah. year was big in the fact that they took over all the filming rights for for wrc and things like that yeah. i think i don't want to it's something like that but i mean you know the the best of the best come here to train and we're very lucky to have them here and obviously our weather you know lets people come out <laughs> driving everything <laughs> i mean what, what was we had how many inches of snow when we were out at the mountainside tavern last week oh it, it dumped like, on us yeah. it didn't it came into the lowlands people were posting photos all over the place but excuse me when we were recording up there yeah, it was just, it was cool to leave and feel like we're going through a time warp in the Millennium Falcon. You came in and you go, oh, it's dumping snow. And I look out there and I look at your truck, which is white, and it didn't click. And I'm like, I don't see any snow. There's no snow out there, like, <laughs> piling up on your truck. But yeah. yeah. So, it, uh, it's been an interesting year as I look back. I'm really, I'm really grateful for some of the guests. I mean, some of the people we've met have become very close. Um, some of the people we've you know, sp- you know, spaced ourselves away from and never want to talk to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we talk to a lot of our guests a- often. It's kind of cool. I do like that. I do like that. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, the, we, we, I don't think anybody, no, and I think you know, this is said millions of times already. Nobody predicted what was going to happen this year. Nobody knows what's going to happen next year. Burton has anything to say about it. Get ready for another lockdown. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like, okay, just don't fly here. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. Fine. Yeah, it's like, 70% worse. Okay, just stay there then. Yeah. For, Leave us alone. If only you were on an island where you could be locked off from everybody else until you get better. Okay, great. It worked for New Zealand. Just say it. it you know, I will say that. I will say that. I don't want to get political, but it did work. So, you know, those, those damn hobbits know what they're doing. <laughs> hobbits, hobbits live longer. So Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's going to be another big expansion year for us this year, for sure. We have a lot of big changes coming up we're going to talk about throughout the show. We have a lot of guests coming up that are pretty exciting and they're getting a lot bigger you're going to see a lot more of us out there in the community we've got a lot of product coming in uh a lot of product coming in which is cool that's that's been sort of an interesting endeavor i will i will say like it was something i was not prepared for and like and the demand has been weird it's like i I want a shirt the show in general i know i know i (laughs) I want a shirt why (laughs) i I don't get it why (laughs) It's it. They're, they're obviously, it's it's grateful, but I mean, it's the car community has been totally impacted. I mean, it's like you look back. What was it like one twenty nine or something? We talked to Zach uh, the, from the uh, what is it, Cars and Coffee on Lake Washington. How things yeah. have changed. And I don't have they, st- they did they start up again? I thought they I did a little, bit, a little bit, just yeah. for a short time. Um, I think they're still doing small stuff, but obviously yeah. they're keeping it. Yeah. They, they blow up so large that he's been it's like, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get a shutdown, cut it off, cut yeah. it off. So I mean, and I just I remember that it was sort of a. I had actually, I, I still have yet to be, to go there. It's always been an intention to get out there and do that. So it was good to meet him and, and get to know him and kind of see the mind behind another car creation. Yeah, uh, I've been, I got an update from Brian Nilsson the other day. Episode 136, Brian Nilsson has started the uh, the Circuit of the Northwest. Yeah. He's the one out in Bremerton. Yeah. And we have an, a really cool partnership with him. Just He's just a good guy to know, obviously, from the motorsports side of it, or power sports side of it with the bike dealership, but also the motorsports side and building the track. And that is making progress and is making way, and they're clearing trees, and it's actually happening. Well, racing has sort of been happening still. There's, I mean, we've seen a lot of people go to – because you know, social distancing on a racetrack is not hard to do. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, kind of weird how it has – it's actually probably helped the car community grow. In a weird way, mm-hmm. uh, I think there was a, a big worry about not having the fans in the stands, but people are flocking to it now. Like all the motorsports events, there's track days are still going on and going well. It's because it's something you can do while being easily socially distant. And if you're wearing your fire suit, your mask is co- your face is covered and a full face, you're good. Yeah, yeah it's win win. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, I'm I'm excited for him though. I'm I'm excited to see that grow. I I hope it keeps going this year, but I think uh, I think there's a, a 
a bit a brighter light for them, and I'm really excited to see that. It's going to be a cool facility. I mean, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out online. But I will say, I did like you know you know doing this from your dock. It was, I mean, <laughs> the dock that is now underwater, by the way. Right, um, the, the, the water's crazy the water, high the water on the lake, luck. so um, it's it's really high right now. And I do want to take this opportunity to to really give a thanks to to Carl Noakes, who's been our oh, yeah. friend first and and a photographer when he didn't really need to be one, and yeah. Really helped us. I mean, the photos if the photos you see of us that make us look really good, if you know us, we don't look that good. No, so no, like, we really don't. Yeah, but like, thanks, Carl. Thank you, Carl, for that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend message me. He's like, that's the best photo I've ever seen of you. I was like, it's dark. Thanks. You, oh, the one with you <laughs> bent over the, t- the pool table? Yeah. yeah that's, you and I both have had exceptional photos taken by Carl. Like the one that I had for the Avance drive when I'm, mm-hmm. I, was, I looked like I was a man of the, the environment. And <laughs> so, you know, the only thing that could have been better is if I had long hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> so you work on that. Yeah, I can, I can do that. It's, it's, it doesn't it doesn't work for me. I mean, there has been some lows. I got punched in the face in downtown Delhi this year. During <laughs> it made the, for a uh, good episode, it though. It did. It did. I think you even labeled it that one. The one where Nick, Nick got punched, punched in the, the face. face. Yeah. yeah. So it's really not hard to find that one. So it uh, it was a little interesting. A little interesting on that one. So I mean, as it's funny because I look through our episodes and I, and it's like you know all the social distancing photos and the ways we we tried so hard to do and. I mean, we've had several bar owners on by this way. Yeah. On the Mount Si, we had the Unicorn, uh, which was, um, was it Paul Blake? Yep. Which has kind of been interesting. That was another episode that I really had a lot of fun with. So That was a really cool one. It, I, I love that the uh, there's, in a weird way, motorsports destinations that are these these small bars and taverns. It's cool that they're enthusiasts. It makes you want to go there more. Yeah, it makes you want to drive out there. I still want to, when, when it, if, if things get normal, we still got to go back down to the uh, Olympia, what, the middle of nowhere bar. Oh, the Brooklyn Tavern. The Brooklyn Tavern. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where you can spit on the... the in the, the, plat- in the platoon. Sp- which is a stream through the middle of the bar, but you can't piss in it. But you're not allowed to pee in it. Yeah. yeah. Quote. Yeah, but to be truthful, and I don't want to reveal too much, you really want to go to the bathroom because it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bar. It's a bar. It's not child-friendly. There's no TVs, so you got to look at something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We've had some good times. I'll tell you one episode that is sad and happy for me is um, was 143 Adam Robertson um, and the fact that he's on to his which he is flying he, you know so if you don't know he worked for Lamborghini Bellevue here and he moved on to I think he's in Austin now mm-hmm. and I forgot the name of the dealership he's working for but not Austin it's uh it's outside Austin, Austin somewhere it's outside. Out there. Yeah. yeah and he's just just kick, killing it right now so um, we, and we're really glad to hear that because you know at Adam has been a friend of the show for a long time. Adam's the one, if you don't know, that hooked us up with McLarens for a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, are you sure? Sold a few. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I... Uh, Riot that, drive. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I look back on that. Like, the, the, the stuff like that, the memories that pop up in Facebook, those are the only memories I like. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the time that somebody gave me a car I should never have afforded. <laughs> I still can't, so, yeah. Yeah, the holidays are coming up. The holidays have passed, actually. Oh, yeah. In this episode. Yes, in this episode, the holidays have passed. I am... Uh, Make it act like the holidays have passed, like yeah. people don't... I'm, they're going to know. See, I'm going to be gone. So <laughs> yes. we're recording this right before the holidays. Uh, so I am helping my brother move. Uh, my brother is moving to, of all places, Arkansas, the northwest corner of Arkansas. So Why not does like, your whole family want to get away from you? I don't know. Your parents went to the East Coast. Your I don't wear patchouli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to say this. <laughs> Your best post of the year on Facebook was, what is the worst smell and why is it patchouli? And it can, like, you posted it a month ago probably now. It's I mean, still active. And it's still active. Like, one of your best posts. <laughs> one of the best. I, I laugh daily watching it. And some of the responses that have come out of it are just, like, I'm, I look at it and I go, oh. Like, you read somebody's response and you go, oh, I can smell, oh, I yeah. can smell it. What was, smell it. there was a, a apparently well-known, uh, worse than that smell, somebody said, and it was breast milk spoiled and stuck in a carpet in a car. Yeah. I was like, huh. And he followed that up with a dead uh, snake that it was, had crawled into the dash and died, too. Yeah. So, yeah. There was that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But as a, so I'm doing this big, long trip, and I'm driving across the country. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm going with him to help him move. Good thing you've never done that before. Right. Yeah. Well, the difference is, is now I'm doing it in a totally hot car that I know you guys will all be jealous of. Ooh. Toyota Sienna minivan. Yeah. Tell Pulling me more. It. Tell me more. <laughs> Pulling a U-Haul trailer. Oh. A tiny one. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know you're jealous, everyone. I know. I, am. I hop- mean, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Life in the fast lane, man. I know. But. Uh, you're not going to get into the fast lane with that. No, I'm not. <laughs> Three guys in a U-Haul trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're power, powering straight through there. Um, yeah, I want to talk about our Carter Subaru tip of the week, which is very applicable to that. So, one of the challenges of doing that, of course, is 
we are leaving Christmas Day. And okay. so by the time you guys hear this, I will be have gone to Arkansas. Hopefully I've made it. You'll almost be back. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And the problem is, is it's it's December and I have to drive across the country, yeah. which means no matter which way I leave Seattle, I'm going over passes. Yeah, no matter true. what. So the short, most direct route would take me through Detroit. Or not Detroit, but uh, Denver. You, you really couldn't. You couldn't go down to Portland. You, you'd still go. Because if I go south to Portland and cut over, I have to cut over the passes. That's true. Okay. To cut, cut over, or I can go all the way down, but you still have to go over Shasta. Yeah. I forget which pass that is, the one that goes down over Shasta. That, that can be as treacherous yeah. as the rest of them. So as yeah. I plan this trip, I'm looking at, I've, I've planned different routes depending on the weather. And one of the ways I do that is obviously I get weather reports for all the passes, but I also have bookmarked all the pass cameras, every single one. So that if I need to shift on the fly, because once I get out of like, or just South of Salt Lake city, I'm pretty much set. Like you, you can go around and saying there's, there's how many paths you can go. It's not that many roads really. Yeah. Well, you, 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 are you going into Texas? Uh, Northern Texas. Yeah. I'll probably Texas, cross through okay. it. Um, yeah. also be probably going through New Mexico. And one of those things people don't think of is New Mexico. That's just desert. Well, not when you're cutting down at an angle, because otherwise you're going over Santa Fe, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, but gets snow. Flagstaff well, I've, I've gets lived snow. in New Mexico. I know. Believe yeah. They yeah. get a lot of snow actually. Yeah. Um, they get a ton of snow in the North, Northern Arizona, snow, Flagstaff. They got a ton of snow the other day. And so I hate the desert. I, I literally in New Mexico one woke up one morning and there was like an inch and a half of snow and by noon it was eighty. I didn't know. It's <laughs> like make a make a decision. But yeah. My grandma used to live at Tucson. It snowed one year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Carter Super tip of the week is very applicable to this time of year. Bookmark those cameras of the passes you're going over and then plan your alternate routes. So like my, my alternate route doesn't start from Seattle and then alternate route. My alternate route goes from X pass to X pass to X pass. And so the the routes aren't like the entire route changes. It's it's multiple route changes based on the drive, based on pass cameras. Because no matter what the reports tell you, if you can see the cameras, thank God for technology, do that on your phone very easily if you have all those bookmarked in sync. Yeah. So before you take a cross-country trip, what a lot of people are, and a lot of people aren't flying right now due to COVID, uh, it's, it's fun to drive too if you're into that. I, I still think it is no matter what you're driving. There's lots to see. But yeah, bookmark those pass cams, save yourself some trouble and avoid those passes when you have a Toyota Sienna minivan pulling a U-Haul trailer. Yeah, your brother's still got that cool wallet with that uh, badge that flips out, right? So I yes. mean, you can you can get up to sixty-five, maybe seventy miles an hour going downhill with this thing. So, I mean, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, huge shout out and special thanks to our sponsor, Carter Subaru, who stayed with us. Those guys have been awesome. We, yeah, we are big in the Subaru community because we do. I mean, Nick obviously drives his cross track everywhere that most people don't. He's made a great commercial for Subaru every time he drives. I, I have loved that car. I absolutely love that car. Like I said, the only, the only thing I've ever had is the fact that that car sh- could use more power. Yeah. That's it. And now it does. And now it, it has it. It, it, it does. Yeah. It does. And I mean, the new ones are nice. But I uh, I really, lo- I, I truly, I, it still makes me smile to get in that car and, and fire it up. It's and, fun and to drive. drive. Yeah. It's it's a fun car. So I I, I do, you know, uh, Carter Subaru and, and they had a big year too, I want to say. You know, they're, they're now Acura, or Carter Acura. Yep. And Carter Subaru, and they do Volkswagen, so it's been a big year for them too. So we want to thank them for really sticking with us, because you know, it's stuff like us kind that can amazing. easily be cut from trim. The, we can be the fat that's trimmed. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. Our last guest, uh, Linnea, she she actually was like, she messaged uh, us. We were talking to her last night about it. She's like, so about the Subaru lift. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yes. Yeah. We're like, we can do that. That's yep. no problem. Yeah. We've done that before. It'll be a lot easier this time. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do it right this time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be easier. Yeah. Less torching and cutting. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. It's time for a great spot for our first break. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Uh, one guest that I absolutely love, and like I think it was, um, I gotta look at my notes, 144. Catching up with Kiki Wolfkill. Oh, yeah. Was, She's always I mean, great. That was so much fun to see her again and, you know, kind of get to know her even more after knowing him. If you don't know who Kiki is, she's in charge of, is it Halo? But Yeah. But I didn't know, I didn't know if there's like Bungie. a, a, a yeah, Bungie. It's three, four, not, it's not Bungie anymore. It's not three, four, three. Three, four, three. So, yeah. um, and she's been working on a lot of fun stuff actually across, uh, across the ocean, which I don't yeah. think she may be back over there now. So I think she is. Um, yeah. That was a lot of fun uh, to, to catch up with her and kind of see what she was up to. So, 
And then, I mean, of course, I think right after her we, is our is I talked about already is, is is Jeremy Salvo who helped us with our our uh, which just keeps growing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, our logos and we got some really cool stuff coming up from that with the merchandise and so yeah, it's I mean, but it's you know we, I look back and you and I were kind of talking about this. It's been a big year for you and I. Like you and I both moved. Yep. Um, uh, actually, to the same area. Right? Yeah. Weird we as, don't as live weird with as each other. As no, many people no. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very close. Very close. Um, which was big. Um, another thing that we pulled off this year, which um, big part to you is, is we had a rally. We 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 did a rally. Um, most people probably would have told us to not, not, not even from the, uh, you know, we decided to not only take on the COVID side of it, but, you know, the world was on fire, literally. And COVID was like the smallest problem yeah, on that trip. Yeah. COVID wasn't really an issue. We were wearing masks because of the smoke. <laughs> right. So I needed to dip mine in water to yeah. make a better filter because, oh my word, I, that was, my lungs probably still have some damage from that. It, but it was, it was a fun, what was it, four days, three days? Four days? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun um, and enjoyed it. We didn't obviously get to go to Monterey this year, which is something we usually do, obviously, with the Seamont Rally. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're hoping that's going to come back. I don't I don't know. Um, that's actually a topic for another episode, the fact that, like, what's going to be happening in Monterey? Because I think a lot – I mean, uh, yeah. the plans are happening already in the fact that – I know Pebbles are already planning and things like that, but we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's been – I'm trying to think of, like, uh, like you know – you moved to an epic location, by the way, sitting on the lake. Um, it doesn't suck to be you. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, wonderful area. Um, you know, I'm up on the hill up in Sammamish, which I really like. You know, getting punched in the face will tell you, you know, I still love Bellevue, but it's time to move. So. Yeah. It's uh, the world changed a lot this year. We've had. <laughs> I don't think it's done changing, Dan. Oh, no. No. I think <laughs> yeah. we just kind of got started. It was, yeah. I think the, going back to the rally, it was like the apocalypse rally. I can't believe. Like, that, that was the the whole trip was what could go wrong over and over and over again. Well, and we talked about it, but we left that day and it was like we didn't know what it was going to be. And we went up to Mount Rainier and it was absolutely gorgeous. And we're like, it's going to be a great rally. We're coming down, having a great time. We had a small road blockage, which, you know, you couldn't have you couldn't have written it better. Like we're sitting there, like oh, the road's blocked. And all of a sudden, the ranger came out of nowhere. It's like oh no, I'm done. We're unlocking the road. Yeah, we're <laughs> okay. like okay. And then we went into the darkness. <laughs> yeah, for like three other, three more days. Three more days. Kevin I mean, did get the Porsche fixed, by the way, listeners. We did talk yeah. about that. The Porsche is now fixed. It looks better than ever. But oh, dear. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was more worried about Judy with that than the Porsche. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. She was fine, thank so, God. But. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting. Um, one of my favorite things that sort of changed my life is when we interviewed the guys from Combat Flip Flops. Yep. Which was something that was big had been coming for a long time and we talked you talked to him for yeah a while because you made the introduction through our this good deceased friend unfortunately yeah um through uh sam sam works yeah combat flip-flops that was one that just sort of changed my world in the fact of hearing that story and knowing where they're coming from and how they they do things and it was just kind of incredible yeah that was probably i mean that was a that was sort of our part of our brand image change as well which was a good thing and we had that's easily one of our listeners' favorite episodes from the numbers, and I'm really glad it was. That was sort of a test of the waters to see how far out of the realm we can go. And to be fair, Griff is a huge uh, car nut. They have a really cool project on the way I'm not going to talk about that will very much interest our community, and I cannot wait to share it. Uh, but they are branching out, let's just say that, a little bit. Um, is still that a tree joke? Branching? No. <laughs> well, I mean, no. they, 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 just, they just did. They just introduced some cool things to keep your flip-flops on, the, the ankle things. But, yeah, that's yeah. not what you're talking about. No, yeah, no. Yeah. They're doing some stuff just for, for marketing and branding. And yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how much our worlds interchange and cross all the time, even when you don't expect it. Like, everybody's got some relation to cars because they're such a big part of society, and those guys are awesome. So... Well, it's a sensitive subject because it, it, it definitely involved war and guns and yeah, that was poverty a- and... So. Yeah, if you haven't heard the combat flip flops episode, what number is that, real quick? One forty six. One forty six. Easily, easily our most popular episode by the numbers of the year, actually. Surprisingly so, but it's also the highest replayed episode. Um, if you haven't heard his book or read the book, Rise of the Unarmed Forces, it's an easy read and a fantastic episode or audiobook. Uh, Griff actually narrates it. He's he was on the show, but he also narrates the audiobook, and it's an absolutely awesome listen that goes into far more depth than our episode, of course, because it's like uh, I think it's six hours a li- for the listen, which is pretty short for an audiobook. But yeah. If you're looking for something, if you order, I think if you order a pair of combat flip flops, which goes to a great cause, by the way, you get a free copy of it. I believe you can verify that on their website. That's how it used to be. Yeah. But I highly recommend checking that out. I'm just I ran into him just yesterday, actually. So. 
Um, this is a story that I wanted to bring up that's kind of interesting. It was from 149, and it's our conversation with Jason Harris from Northwest European. Mm. Um, and at, at the episode, he brought his Cosworth R- Red RS. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had we shared some photos of, of a, another Cosworth built that he was – he talked about on the episode. He, he had a guy that was made him, made him an offer that he was interested in selling it to, but he just didn't know. And at the end of the day, it's now public now, that guy was Ken Block. <laughs> That car ended up down at the Hoonigan guys with Ken Block, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, Did you, yeah. Speaking of which, we, we briefly touched on it a little. I'm still laughing about Rob Dom's race with the Hoonigan guys. We've been meaning to get Rob on no. the show for a while. <laughs> Rob, awesome. As long as he doesn't have the same assistant, that's probably why she won't answer my email. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of scared her. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, his, his hood flew up and broke, and they had to cut it into the side of the car to expel some heat, I think. To make the uh, runs, I, but what a, he's such a good sport. Yeah, like of everything that could have gone wrong with that car, which is still amazing that it's doing as well as it did. It was more of a test run. I mean that it it's running. Like, period. Yeah, yeah, the fact that it's a rotary built that modified that much and running is a feat in itself. But it was fun to watch the race. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Again, the, the degrees of separation mm-hmm. in this world are just incredible to me. One of the good ones that we had, one of the good opportunities we had. Okay, we didn't get McLarens this year, but we did get a really cool. I guess just a message from Park Place it said, "Hey." We have this new Aston Martin. Do you guys want to drive oh, it? That was fun. <laughs> I liked that car. I really DX. Yeah, yeah. it's a really fun, fun car. Um, interesting car, interesting price point, but uh, I think it's going to do well. I think that oh, yeah. it gives a little bit smaller. It's going to compete against, really, I, I mean, not power-wise, but against the Urus and the Bottega mm-hmm. and things like that. I, I liked it a lot better, I'd say. Like I said, it, was, it seemed like it was a little bit easier car to drive around. We had a lot of fun. I mean, we didn't have it for long, but it was a really fun car to drive. Yeah, I so. love opportunities like that, though, because, I mean, we had uh, Park Place hooked us up before with the Cobras. Yeah. Which was nuts, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I just totally enjoyed that, sitting on the side of 520. <laughs> that was a great time, yeah. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday to me. If you've never, yeah, that was over a year ago, but yeah. if you've never driven an yeah, AC Cobra, those were... Insane. Yeah, I've never had a car I felt like wanted to kill me more. Those I don't know how else to describe backdraft, it. Backdraft, right? Backdraft yeah. racing, yeah. And you had, awesome. you, you had the new 5.0 engine. Uh, no, I had the 427. You had the 50. Okay, yeah, I had the yeah. 50. It, it gets you in trouble real fast. Real fast. Real fast. Real fast. Yeah. 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 It's red and blue light saying hello on 405. Yeah. Or 520 it was. I don't know who gave them the idea to put an officer on that. That <laughs> those people need to be beat senseless. So yeah, that. Um, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was us. <laughs> Oops. You'd think we'd know better, but yeah. we don't. Uh, one of the cool things we kind of branched out to, and, and we're going to do some more of, and was a part of it, was we t- we kind of talked about our obsession with e-boards and skateboards. And, yeah. Know, and at well, the time, it hadn't led to an inju- any injuries. <laughs> now it has. But uh, <laughs> it's not the board's fault. <laughs> well, the electric vehicle market across the board is coming up. I'm glad we get to, being in Seattle, it's such a tech-friendly market. You see a lot more of anything. So our listeners around the world, it's kind of funny. A lot of people don't see Teslas all that often, and I forget that when I go places. Then I travel somewhere, and I'm like, I haven't seen a Tesla in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and you see them here like every minute. There's Nobody's this, been asleep at the wheel on the freeway. There are probably maybe 15 houses on this road that I'm on. Yeah. There are three Teslas. Is that it? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, this this dealership, we all know, set records. Yeah. It always has, but uh, which doesn't surprise me. I always thought that, like, around where, where Tesla used to be based in California, yeah. um, that's what would be big. But it's it's up here. Like I said, that Bellevue dealership in downtown, it's they crank them out. It's kind of interesting. We should, just to segue that a little bit, that's a great call out. With Tesla moving from California, Oracle moving uh, away, you've got, it's funny that the big businesses are, are leaving cities left and right. It's kind of nuts. They're leaving California. They're leaving, well, they're leaving Seattle, too. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's moving out. Google's moving out. Microsoft is, barely has an office there anyway. But well, yeah, uh, Am- Bo- And to be clear, Amazon's big move is to Bellevue. To Bellevue. But, I mean, yeah, but they're still, not leaving the city. That, but that's big. Yeah, yeah but that, so. that's huge, though, the fact that... And, and it's funny because it, it's funny that nobody's talking about it. Like, it's not happening. They're yeah. like, Bellevue... They just bought massive towers in Bellevue. And they're building multiple massive towers. Towers, yeah. yeah. And so to... If people don't think that's a relocation, you need to pull your head out of the sand. They're leaving Seattle because it's an extremely hostile place to have a large corporation. Well, when, <laughs> when, when and I, again, when you, I don't want to get too political, but when the city council names the tax after you, you tend yeah. to go, I, this might be targeting us. Yeah, maybe we should leave. Okay, bye. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you, um, and this is, but they, uh, the gentleman that did that episode of uh, Seattle is Dying yeah. did, did another one recently. But it's worth watching. And it is absolutely worth It's sad to wor- watch because yeah. I love this city. I love this area. Seattle is one of my favorite places. And 
it really sucks to see what has happened to it because it's it's a wonderful place and um well, we named yeah. our show after it. I yeah. mean, we loved it. We grew up here. That was our destination. For the, for me being like 18 to 30, that was almost a every week, if not every other week, thing for me. And now it's like nobody goes to the city. <laughs> it's not unless weird. you're armed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. It, it was the summer of love. <laughs> That's what it was. So Sure. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Lots of love. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. But... Um, I I think it, you know, Seattle's gone through stuff before and it will come back. Oh, you yeah. Know, so I remember, in fact, it's, it's a fond memory because I was a kid, like in the early 90s, Seattle went through, when the Crescent, Frederick and Nelson's went out of business and that's now oh, the building yeah. where, where Nordstrom's is. And those guys, they came in and they built, they Nordstrom's came in there and they built, they built that park place, or not park place, it's Pacific Place. Pacific Place, yeah, yeah. And, and down, and you know, and Nike Town moved in there and GameWorks moved in there and as a kid who would come over from Spokane and stay at the Sheraton, like having GameWorks there and... That was so cool. So, yeah. <laughs> God's name are you doing? <laughs> I'll explain in a minute. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. No, it was. I just got a call and I sent a picture saying like, "Hey, I'm recording." I'm recording. Oh, yeah, okay. People aren't used to recording me recording at this time. So. Oh, that's right. It's not the day we record. Yes. So. <laughs> you have any Christmas plans coming up? Oh, you're gonna hear this afterwards. But yeah, you guys are I, gonna... I'm. 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 I'm so just laying key, low key. My mom, you know, had had foot surgery about I'm probably eight now, probably eight. 12 weeks ago um mm-hmm. and so she's been healing on an e-scooter and I, I love her to death she doesn't listen well she's you know he goes you can use crutches and as i see her walk across the house without anything i'm like where's your crutches oh it's fine is it like i mean <laughs> is it are we sure we talking about that i mean yeah uh november was an interesting month i had two two trips to the emergency room so that's that was true, fun true that was that's you know really wanted to take advantage of that health insurance that i was paying for all year but as far as christmas goes i'm doing it calm we're just you know like most people are it's just you know sort of Huddling within, um, gonna have do a do a dinner with my parents at my place, and we're gonna go to their place and just kind of hang out and you know be with family and appreciate the, the loved ones. That's so, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not all of us can huddle in a Sienna minivan as we zip across the United States. <laughs> I'll have some good stories though. Oh no, but yeah, but you guys are doing that with like three drivers, right? You guys should be able to do that nonstop. Yeah, we're, that's pretty much the plan. Yeah. We're gonna try and go that's probably cool. a day and a half nonstop. I think any more than that, you can just kind of burnt out from being in the car. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna probably have uh, at least one or two stops on the way. But yeah, please, can I sleep in a restroom? Please? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm also going to Scottsdale after that on the way back, and I'm gonna do some hiking around the Grand Canyon. Gonna go up to Jerome, head up. Uh, probably not as we got to drive through Flagstaff, but probably won't stay there because of the snow. But then we'll go to Sedona. Did you get a good rental car. Yeah, just a, a just an SUV. Well, so, I mean, that, that, yeah, road up to, that road up to Jerome's a little, you know. The last time we were on that road, we had a professional race car driver driving right. the Hyundai we were in. So, yeah. Thank Which you, was Andrew. still fun, yeah. Oh, it was a great time. Yeah, there was more people in the car than we needed, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah. The good old times. Yeah. Old times. Yeah, no, Christmas is going to be low-key. I think uh, New Year's will be probably about the same. I Maybe go see a good friend of ours up that lives up in this area, him and his girlfriend. Cool. So, yeah. You'll be missed, though. I mean, it's like, oh, thanks. you know. You know, she keeps taking you out of my life for these important things. But <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite part of the last year, you think? You know, like through the car stuff? Yeah. Probably, they're probably both Avant's memories. One was being able to help with the Lotus photo shoot. Yeah, that and was at, epic. And at the time, we didn't know that, that they were also planning to do an article, which we ended up <laughs> kind of taking over from a good friend of ours and doing the Subaru article. Yeah, which, that was which, cool. Which ended up being kind of a cool, you know, kind of get some credibility out there, I think, to the Subarus. Um, you know, then then we lost it all when I took it back out to the Avance uh, off-road day and then burned up my clutch. But uh, other than that, you know, um, it was, it was kind of fun. You know, fun. it did really well, though. It did. It did a lot of yeah. fun. Minus, you know, had I not, you know, like I said, there was 50 pounds worth of uh, mulch and bark that came out of the car afterwards. But... Um, Stum still drops out of the Raptor. It does. <laughs> oh, the Raptor? Oh, yeah. Still drops out of my car. I still find it. But yeah, yeah doing that Lotus photo shoot was incredible. Um, it was really fun because we had a lot of friends that had cars there. Like uh, our good friend Alan was there. Um, our friends from Griot's had their Lotus there. Yep. Um, and it was just kind of. And Paul know, Blake. Paul Blake was there too. Uh, Paul Blake was yeah. there. So we've, we had three, get, uh, well, two and a half. Yeah. Alan, Alan and Tammy do, they had the Lotus. Good friends of ours. Really yeah. good friends of ours. And they've had a lot to do with the background of ours. Yes. So and he, he brought AT. that blue. Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> Still one of my favorite stories. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's probably, you know, selfishly, you know, obviously the Subaru thing because you and I kind of got a chance to 
to write an article and, and, and come up with some ideas and kind of show the world what, you know, everybody knows. I think it's funny because somebody goes, I, I showed somebody that article and they go, yeah, I know. He goes, it's, I, I drive a Subaru. Like, I get it. I could take it anywhere. Like, no, but I think it gets overlooked. So, oh, it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, it's a tough call. I think probably driving the Raptor back from Arizona. That, that was, you had to work really hard to find that truck and get it. And it, The fact ooh. that I didn't pay over MSRP for a Raptor yeah. is insane right now. You did well. I, I, I'm amazed that that dealer surprise Ford in Arizona was awesome to work with. Well, and what you learned as far as the, like that small checkbox on a on a build sheet and what makes it legal to sell it here and what doesn't. And yeah, which they did ask me by the way when I registered the truck here, they did ask me to verify that the sticker was there. And I took a picture of it under the hood. You have to have a blue certified for emission sticker under the hood to sure. sell it here, and I, I did. So, but it stopped me from buying one in Colorado. I wonder how many people have somebody has sold them a truck not realizing where they're going and they get home and they register it and then they go let me see the sticker and you go oh yeah so <laughs> what do you do though um could, i wonder if you could take it back to ford and have them certify it maybe i don't know i think legally there's not a lot i know from history growing up here that if you ask enough you can probably get something done for somebody who's having a bad day oh i know the stickers are on ebay i'm sure this <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I'm sure there's that. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who just don't ask. Take a picture of somebody else's sticker. Or does it have your VIN on it? I think it has your, it has your VIN oh, on it, yeah. Okay, then never mind. I don't think they really care, though. Like, when I when I showed them mine, I kind of, like, showed them and was like, here you go. They're like, okay. Like, she didn't read the VIN. She just wanted to see it. Yeah. I was like, It okay. was there, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan of the, Nobody's a fan of the DOL. I'm not going to be shy about that. Nobody's a fan of the DOL. It's a, was that a Costco sticker? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's blue. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I verified mine was correct. Don't be wrong, sure. but it, it's like the the hoops you have to go through. And it, I'm I'm only really mad, skeptical about this shit. I'm mad. Just it, it's it's frustrating because the trucks are the same, 100% guaranteed, verified. They are the exact same. It's just a build sheet option, and it's a zero dollar build sheet option. Why but, Ford even ships one is stupid in itself. I you'd think that if it's a zero, if it, if it costs nothing, and it doesn't cost the dealer anything, it doesn't cost the consumer anything. You'd think every truck would be. I'm sure there's like some. Some numbers cruncher is saying it costs 15 cents more per truck to change the sticker. Don't send it without it. Like, I could totally see that, actually, being... Because the the amount that they make and sell, okay, still stupid. No, but you 15 cents a truck on the number one selling vehicle in the world adds yeah. up fast. Yeah, it's yeah. up fast. But still, it's one of those things where it just makes it more difficult for the owners. Yeah. Um, but also, the fact that it even is a thing... Like, I really have to show you this now. I mean, it doesn't come... It doesn't shoot fire out the exhaust. It's not missing two catalytic converters. Cool if it was. Yeah, uh, it's just some legislature somewhere, some bureaucracy somewhere is just uh, government not functioning. Who knew? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that drive back, uh, we went off topic there, was was epic. Like, No, I, I, I want to get back to that. Like, I mean, you you, you not only – you took your time. You guys had a wonderful time. You, you dr- did the lake bed, the dry lake beds. At well, at Zion, speed. I did I, – I mean, it wasn't even just the driving. It's just like driving through Zion is an experience in itself. But then hiking Angel's Landing, which I've done – that was the – fourth time I've hiked Angel's Landing and it's every single time is just as amazing as the first time. Yeah. I never get sick of it. And next time the person that goes with you won't be scared of heights. Right. <laughs> Who takes somebody hiking? Like, I got an idea. You don't like heights? Let's go to there. <laughs> <laughs> Best hike in the U.S. I know. Yeah. And, and so I got to make it through it. She said that, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of a, you know, hesitancy. So. Yeah. It was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, the Salt Flats, which I had been by but never driven on before. Awesome. So awesome. Okay. And this brings up a topic of something I want to share. And I don't know if you've seen this video or not. So, you know, I'm a big I follow the YouTubers. And Stradman yeah. is one of my favorite guys. Right. In fact, in fact, he's been up here before. APC's cleaned up his car. He recently did a video where he was out on the salt flats with his GTR. And he got the, the guy that runs Diesel Brothers out there with his helicopter. And they were drag racing the helicopter and the GTR. The GTR got to like 180. Yeah. It is one of the coolest videos to watch. Like, and it makes you go, I want a helicopter. And it was, if you haven't seen it, go find it because it, it's gotten millions and millions of views from both sides of them. Because the Diesel Brothers started their own, which again, cannot recommend more. They started their own YouTube channel. But yeah, it was so cool to see that. And so, um, that's a really neat, it was a really fun channel to watch because they were out on salt flats. They were doing it out there. So, yep. Yeah. So they were probably just like told the ranger, hey, we'll be out here. Cool. Don't hit anybody. Well, not only did they do that, <laughs> but they flew out there in like a Pilatus and landed it on, on the on salt flats. And so it was, you know, <laughs> you know, balling. So, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it out there. It's Utah's an amazing destination, especially right now. Although it's, it's crowded. It sucks in that sense that everybody, there's the downside of this uh, pandemic uh, of many is that the 
national parks because people go to get away from things are packed in yeah. a way I've never seen them in my entire life. I've never seen the parks and we've seen so them busy. packed and we've seen them packed. Yeah. But uh, this is just, I'm, I'm shocked they didn't get COVID honestly going to Zion. <laughs> like I stopped. Okay. Cause uh, pro tip. Of course, we've talked about this on the show before. I'm going to echo it again. If you're going to do any hike in any national park, you do it on the first shuttle. And if there's a shuttle or you do it as early as you possibly can. Um, so angels landing, I tell everybody, you only do it on the first shuttle in, or you walk in and skip the shuttle. It's worth it because otherwise it's too crowded. You're going, you're literally holding onto a chain crossing a ravine that people do die on every year, and it's crowded, like to a point of uncomfortable to be around in public on a flat surface where you're not going to fall to your death. Is there a path up and a path down? Or are you con- are people? Oh, no, you wait your turn on the chains, and some people don't. Oh, uh, yeah. crossover. Okay, yeah, some people don't, and I'm. Yeah, Understood. you want to punch them off the chain because it's just rude and it's extremely dangerous. But uh, yeah, but if you want to do any of these, any hikes in any national park at this point is you go in the first shuttle of the day, you do it first light, and then you're done for the day. You can't do any other hikes. It's too crowded. Like we try to do the Narrows, which is not, is, is um, contrary to what it sounds like, is not some tiny little trail. The Narrows is just a slot canyon where you're hiking up a river. It's too crowded. And I'm not that paranoid. I'm very safe about the. I always wear my mask and wash my but hands. But you, lo- you lose the ambiance of, of you being, lose being all- in a nice, uh, you know, a, mm-hmm. a valley that's been carved by a river for ten thousand years, right? Yeah, yeah. and you're sharing it with a thousand people. Yeah, that which sucks. is not fun. It, it's especially right now. It'd be, it would be annoying, and I wouldn't enjoy it without a pandemic. With a pandemic, like yeah, that anybody who's not paranoid will be after that because you're like, well, I guess I'm just hugging everyone. <laughs> which you don't yeah. want. It's Yeah, it's not yeah. comfortable. It sucks. Nobody but, wants to tell that story. I, I got COVID in the middle of Zion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where were you? In the, middle of, in the middle of nowhere in the desert in Utah? How'd you get COVID there? <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just don't go to England. You'll be fine. <laughs> right? But uh, that whole trip was awesome. I, I have loved the Raptor more than I thought. It's just such a fun truck to drive because it's got power for once. Usually you get a truck and it's utilitarian and functional but nobody says oh i love how much power it has the raptor's got a ton of power for a truck and so it's just fun to drive it i love it i drove over a curb today i was like "Eh." uh you you almost did more than that today i saw the i saw our story on oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm very proud of that story you did a very good job i was at first i didn't know quite what you were doing but um it's very funny yeah so i was uh, i was waiting to get coffee or i was getting i had got coffee i was waiting for the taco stand open and uh, like most good normal humans do. Right. Yeah, okay. And so I stopped on the side of the road real quick because I saw a trailer that was tilted back into the world's most perfect jump ramp. And all I could think of was the Dukes of Hazard theme playing through my head. And I was like, I shouldn't be tempted by this. This truck is not going to survive if I make this jump. It's not the movies. It would destroy the front end of the truck. But I was like, man, that would be fun once. That being said, though, we're putting a new front. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I agree. That would have been fun. That would yeah. have been a lot of fun. It's uh I don't know, it's I don't think I could have ever I have a hard time describing this year. I mean, everybody has different different perspectives on what happened and what is continuing to happen. Um, but it's I have a weird guilt around this year, I'll admit. Okay. In in the sense that like I've done really well this year. We have done pretty well this year. I've work has been fine for me. I've been it's actually been really great. I've been working from home and that's kind of proven to be the new normal, which I'm actually okay with. I like that. I've been healthier than ever this year as well because I've had more time to work out, I'm eating better, and I'm not going to an office full of sick people who don't stay home when they're sick, which I'm so sick of. I hated the open office space idea when it started. I still hate it and it only because of that. People come to work sick all the time and now I can't avoid them by closing the office door. It's really it angers me, and I now I feel even more justified by it. Like, if you're sick, don't go to work. I understand some people don't have that choice, but in my industry, we do. You went through a lot just to prove that point, Dan. I mean, putting out the pandemic. And right? <laughs> I know. It was I'm hard, show it you was why hard this to smuggle a disease in from China, <laughs> well, but I did it. Not as hard as you think, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it gets worse, do we still have to call it the Wu flu, or is it more like the, the British flu? <laughs> That's kind of weird. Viruses are normally <laughs> named after where they come from. Yeah. So this whole controversy over yeah. that, I was a little confused by. I'm like, but that's what they're named after. Mm-hmm. But okay, yep. if we can change it, whatever. I don't really whatever care. Whatever works. Yeah. yeah, call it whatever you want, but that's how it's done. So you were angered. I'm glad now. It's been great. I'm just, but it, it's conflicting. Like I, I see a lot of people really impacted by this and I feel for them. Friends, close friends are impacted heavily by this and it sucks. And it's, it, there's this weird guilt that I'm holding on to. It's like, man, this, this year has been great for me and I've been so thankful all the time. Like, I have, we have awesome friends, sponsors, like the, the social events we've adapted to. I've done three weddings this year. 
Two of which, or, or did you all three? You were the, the preacher. I was the minister in all three. All three, okay. Yeah, I was a minister. Who knew you were going to start the year? Yeah, right. Being, you know, who knew I was going to do that? Preacher yeah. Dan. Yeah. 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 So I yeah I became a minister this year because so many friends had canceled their weddings uh, due to COVID, and so we did like six people weddings where people just had to stand apart, wear masks, and be smart so they didn't get each other sick. But it was like we had to adapt to it, and so it was kind of a great year for me. I mean, I've had my struggles. Don't get me wrong. Like this, this not being able to go out and seeing businesses impacted by this sucks, but I, I just, I have a lot to be thankful for, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I'm deaf. I definitely have an anger for this year. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, and I'm, ang- I'm, I'm, I am extremely grateful and I pray every day for the blessings that I've been giving. I mean, everything from my friendships to my jobs to the securities that I have. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry at how things have been done. I'm angry at, you know, I'm angry at the, at the, I'll say it. I'm angry at the United States and uh, the way things were handled. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and things are, and as of recently, things have gotten handled even more stupid. So I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm angry at that. I mean, it's not, it's not a political rant. It's just, uh, you know, people need help and, and we need to help them. And, and, and I've tried to do what, what I can do. Um, but it's, you know, I, I, I guess I am a person that lives my life by a quarter mile at a time. No, um, <laughs> I have standards. Like it, it's like an, if we're going to do something, we do something. If if we're going to quarantine, we quarantine. We don't go out and riot. And and, and I, everybody has a voice. And I and it's yeah. Not, but well, protesting is not the same as rioting. Okay, I'm so, yeah. okay. But yeah. even then, it's like yeah. If we're going to quarantine, then quarantine. Let's do it. Let's let's beat it. Let's do our you know. Let's make sure people don't die. I don't want to see anybody die. That's not you know. Yeah. I don't care what the numbers. People are dying from the flu or whatever. But. You know, if we can save a life, I want to save a life. But it's the double standards I have a problem with. It's like it's been tough. Yeah, I mean, it's that's that's my thing. So that's yeah, my, makes it hard. My little know. soapbox. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard to know where to stand on it. What do they say? You, you want to live in freedom, not in fear. And I understand that point of it, but it's like I don't really want my parents to die, people. <laughs> I don't either. Well, <laughs> yeah. I just I live it logic. You're, you're you're telling me if I go out, I'm going to kill my parents, but you're letting people wander through the streets in massive groups. You know. Yeah, and, and I, cause, I'm not saying that they don't have a point. Oh at, yeah, at certain yeah, points. But totally that's, not my, that's not what I'm saying. Let's go back to some good news. Yeah. Uh, but let's say do that right after our first break. We have a big announcement after our, this break, so stay tuned. We spend an average of eight hours and forty-one minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. And we're back. I mean, uh, one of speaking of sponsors, we we one of our big sponsors has been Avance throughout this. We've known Adam since well since he started Avance. And watching Since, it, yeah, I think they were they were one of the earliest ones to sign on with us, Avance and Haggerty. Avance and Haggerty, but I mean, I remember sitting in the in Redmond mm-hmm. with Adam talking. He was talking about starting Avance and how cool of an idea it was, and mm-hmm. how it has transformed and really adapted to the world we're in, and the expansions between Denver and Portland, and it's just been really cool. So, and and I've been sad to see the events not you know postponed. I mean, I, I still yeah. I still want to go out and drive with my fellow friends and see people, and it's been. Well, the amazing side of that's been the community he's created, and that's been a huge positive. There's, there's, there's no official events from Avance right now, which is the smart play for him. But the community he's created has been unlike any community I've seen in the car world ever. It's almost taking it back to like the 50s and 60s car community, where people actually talk to each other, and there's a really strict no tolerance for BS and drama thing on the Facebook group. Because, I mean, we don't have forums like we used to. We do, but we don't have an Avance forum. We have the Avance Facebook groups. And they're great. Yeah. Like if you go to most uh, – I'll just throw it right out there because I used to be a moderator. Uh, <laughs> Seattle Cars and Coffee yes. is a cesspool of what you don't want to be as a group. And they try constantly. The people who actually run Cars and Coffee are good people that I actually like. They really try and do a good job. But because it's everybody in – no dues, nobody's paying for anything. You just get like the lowest common denominator of car people. But in that situation, and they're awful. the tail is wagging the dog. It's, that's that's yes, the problem. Exactly. There, so. The tail yeah. is wagging the dog. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, you have this perfect side by side example. And I know some of our listeners are active members and are laughing because they've messaged me about this in, in jest. They're like, dude, you're missing out. Cause I left the group and I was like, I'm done. Like it's, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't try not to try not to say anything, but about other groups, but that really is a cesspool of bad behavior. That's and every car show goes into a, like a, a burnout contest that gets shut down. It's awful. Avance has been the polar opposite of that. It's like, hey, if you have standards, here's a group. 
If you want to like uh, do rolling burnouts in your five zero into a crowd, here's your other group. I even have a hard time identifying it as a car group sometimes because right. I, I, I tell people like it's a community. It's a community of, of automotive lovers. It's 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 yeah. off road. It's on road. It's motorcycles. It's there's there's no. It's the situation of, of the kind things that your parents said that there's no stupid question. Just ask your questions, and yeah. somebody's going to be there to go. This I've done this. This is what not to do. Yeah, there's so much great. I mean, and and you look at the partnerships that they've done. I mean. One with us, that was probably their best partnership. Totally. But, uh, <laughs> you look at the amount of, of, of businesses that have signed on with them to just really, because it's, it it's valuable. It's so valuable. So yeah, it's we, been great. We've done a lot. Like the the groups, the the events that are happening right now, obviously there's still drives. They do the the toy, they did a toy drive for, was it uh, Seattle Cars and No Coffee? Yeah. Where they encourage people to stay in your cars, drop off your deliveries for the Seattle Children's uh, Toy Drive, which was awesome. Huge turnout. I mean, Drivers Club was a big part of that. It was great to see the community come together in spite of all this yeah. that's going on. And Adam's done an amazing job with that. And a huge shout out to Brandon Ben Powell, multiple guest of ours, search and rescue guy. He's got the pin scour, of course, for those who have, if you've, you probably know his car better than you know him, Sar Pins on Instagram, search and rescue pin scour, who has done off-road drives where people have been able to just basically stay in our cars unless we need recovery. And then people are really great about just having an awesome event where it stays clean and distant. You should drive time. your car into a ditch and then have to pull his pins scour up a hill. Other than that, <laughs> I couldn't have written that story. Like, what do you mean your pins scour is being pulled up the hill by my car? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's cool to see the event still going on. And pe- like you said, people asking questions and not, oh, you're stupid. It's like, no, yeah. here's, here's, because w- people. <laughs> Please don't feel stupid. I already did that. And yeah. this is what went wrong. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. a really healthy community. And yeah. I can't encourage our listeners enough to join. Uh, join Avance. Tell them we sent you. Those guys are awesome. You, I How do we install the bed cover three times by Nick and Dan? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That is a great story. Yes. Um, I'm adding that to the Instagram. You guys will see that on Instagram by the time you hear this. But uh, we had, I put a Retrax Pro. Uh, bed cover on the back of the Raptor. After looking at a bunch of them, I wanted more storage, but I don't actually use the height of the bed cover as much as I need the giant trunk and for recovery gear mainly, but also for, I ordered, I have a rooftop tent on the way and a rack and all this other stuff. And I want room to put luggage and things like that locks. So I got this thing on. <laughs> it, it just, t- it, it took some, some time. Was, that's the only way you could say it is it took some time. Yeah. And in, in the next one, if we had to do another one, somebody oh, else's God, truck, yeah. 10 minutes. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Maybe yeah. 10 now minutes. that I've done it once yeah. with Nick, I'm like, oh. And uh, yeah, thanks to Clark and Derek and a few others who and Todd who helped me like get the right parts I needed for that to make sure like this is why you need this. I got like a tailgate yeah. seal. I'm like, oh, that's obviously what I need now. So it's yeah. nice to have people who are like, oh, I know you're doing this. So this is what you need. You should know this. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, I could put the thing on in somebody else's truck. If you guys have one and you're in the area and you need one to put on, let me know because I'll ten, do it in like 10, ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that I know exactly how this thing goes on, I'm like, oh, that's really obvious. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't at the time. The pictures didn't, yeah, it didn't make sense. <laughs> Even with the directions. I'm somebody like, tried, but it just wasn't. They, they weren't. A, whoever, whoever tried to put the visual aids in the instructions was not a visual person. Right. So <laughs> that's the best way I could put that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let yeah. us know if you're in there and you need that put on. But thank you for yeah. the Avance members who also helped with that. So now on to what we've been teasing for a while now. And this has been under super secret probation for, I mean, probably you're going to hear it and go, well, duh. When uh, did this start? I'm looking uh, back. It was episode a, 120. Episode 120. When did, this conversation started February 28th. Yeah. I mean, it probably it, it started, it probably before, started that. before that. It started so before that. If you go to episode 120, you will see uh, Richard and Nicholas Grio. Uh, which probably gives away most of this story right off the bat. <laughs> so yes. we had them on the show. They will be back as guests. And we had a wonderful time. As you know, we are big fans of Grios. We always have been. Uh, we've used their products. Uh, what I want to say, we've, we've never we've never had a, a deal with them. We've always just been a fan of the products because it's good products. And we, we trust what they do and how they do it. And we like the way they're... they're uh, their business is run. So um, a conversation was started in February, <laughs> um, February. with how Grios and, and, and Rain City Supercars could uh, really work together. And throughout this process, nobody has been, it's been a, ba- a, a back and forth of trying to fit, you know, what works best for, you know, because when you look at something, you go, okay, we want to help you and you want to help us, but how does that work? How does, you know, that? So the, fi- the really way it works is, is Grios is... They're the exclusive car care provider of Rain City Supercars, officially. Which, 
Officially. Officially, which does, we really, Rain City Supercars has to do nothing. It's not like we have to go down to our garage and get rid of all the other products. It's all Grios. It's all Grios anyway. All Grios anyways. <laughs> Thanks and for the Avance discount. Yeah. Avance 10, yeah. Yeah, so. so, and I mean, they're an Avance partner too. So, um, we will, we like, you, you will now see they're, they're, they're one of our main sponsors. They're our main sponsor. We use their products already. You saw that through the rally. I mean, they were, they, in fact, they, they sponsored us on the rally and that wasn't even intended. We were down there talking to them. Yeah, we like, were going, to, we went down to Grios to buy more product. And yeah. they're like, oh, we want to be part of that. That sounds great. And they helped us out. And then when the, the conversation got going again, and I mean, COVID really threw this this talk off because it was like, I don't, you know, nobody knew at the beginning of this how their year was going to go. They're like, ooh, are we going to, sh- you know, is our business going to take this huge hit? It turns out everybody just stayed home and cleaned their cars constantly. That's what I did. Which was easy. <laughs> now, <laughs> that being said, um, and this will be obviously um, COVID dependent, we are going to be doing events with Grios. We're going to be doing events at Grios. Yes. And we're going to be do- doing events away from Grios that they will be a part of. And they will be, uh, you will see now, uh, we have some other f- fun s- stuff when we're on site that we're going to make. We're going to have a presence. We're on, we're <laughs> we'll on be on hard site. to miss. We'll be hard to miss. And so Grios is going to be a big part of that. Um, we're going to do, we're going to try uh, midsummer to try to do a, a get together of all the Rain City fans down at Grios, which I think would be a lot of fun. Obviously, yep. you know, Grios will be involved. We'll be involved. I'm sure Avance will be involved. Yeah, definitely Avance will be involved. All that stuff. Yeah. So, um, we want to uh, kind of strengthen that car community. And I know a lot of you are sitting here listening going, well, duh, like <laughs> we, we knew this was going to happen. Well, it's still, you know, coming from two, you know, from a, a very successful business like Grios and, and Nick and Dan, who are like surprised we're here and grateful we're here. Um, this is a big thing. It puts a big smile on our face. And so I want to, I want to thank Richard and Nick and everybody at Grios for trust, putting the trust in us, I guess. Um, yeah. There will be a lot more information coming out. There will be a discount code associated with us. Yep, I'll um, launch that soon. Instagram, all the social media, you'll hear it. I'll probably put a little special little, uh, there's a, a thing in podcasting where you can do a bonus episode. You can tag it as a bonus and it allows you to release a very short clip. I will release that with our bonus co- or our discount code for you guys. Yeah. Um, obviously, when we can, we'll have samples at all the events we go to. Um, it's, it's so weird. It's such, it's, I talked about it on that episode. This is sort of a weird dream come true for me because I've been using Grios catalogs or uh, cars products before I could drive because <laughs> yeah. my brother still has the creeper, by the way, that he has the stool and the creeper that he got when he was like 16. And it was always kind of the gold standard in our house. And so to be sponsored by like the guys that I, I literally looked through a catalog, like it was the Sears Christmas catalog when you were a kid. If you're old, I still do. Yeah, I, 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 I totally still do. But I can, go, like, can I buy cabinets if I don't have a wall to put them on? Right. And so <laughs> it's cool. It's it's a genuine, really, really exciting partnership for us. Cause I just, I, I've been such a fan of their stuff for so long because it's quality stuff. And, and, and part yeah. of that quality, and if you go back and listen to the episode, uh, Richard really talks about how they, they find a product, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're, if they're designing a product or if they're going out and making a product, a Griot's product. And, and that says a lot about the, the creeper that your brother has. That it, I mean, how many years later? And it still works and it's still, I mean, it's, it's a quality product. And we like that it's American made. Yeah. Sadly, it's about 26 years old. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's okay. If it it's does, great if, for the product. It's if bad it ain't, for me. If it ain't broke. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because I, I pulled up here to record at the end of the day. I'm like, did you wash your truck? And he's like, nope. I, I got the Griot's uh, three-in-one three one ceramic on it. And I really don't have to wash it anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. So, Which, by the way, when you get back, we need to do a really hard detail on the Subaru and do that because it's getting bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. True story. We've been doing so, off-roading. We drove in the snow last night. I washed it yesterday. Day, um, for the or last week, whatever, however you're yeah, hearing this. Yeah, right, right, yeah, so you're hearing this. So, <laughs> but it, it, let's just say it had been a day since I had washed it, and in between that day, it had gone from sunshine to dumping rain, mm-hmm. like torrential flooding rain that literally flooded Kirkland and shut down intersections, that kind of rain, and then it snowed, because we were up at Mount Side Tavern for the recording, and it dumped snow, like four-wheel drive on the highway snow, and then today, the car, truck's still pretty much clean. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. We're maybe we may be underselling it, but we're really happy about this. This is something that that um, the opportunity is not lost on us. So yeah, we want to thank everybody at Grios, and we look forward to this partnership. And we won't take advantage of it. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Dan, thank you for a great year. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, you know, cheers it's to been, this. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I look forward to next year. Um, you know, and we'll see what happens. So, anything else you got to say? 
No, I'm just a, a big shout out and a huge thank you to our listeners, to the people that uh, yeah. message us all the time. Thank you, Nathan Muntz. Um, I love his feedback. I know I don't answer it right away sometimes because I'm usually like reading it as I'm in the middle of something, but I love the ideas that our, our listeners give us. Um, James Dunis, who's shout out many, many times to us and listen to our show. I love it when people screen capture, like they're listening to our episode and send it to me. It's That's really, fun. really flattering. It means a lot. I never expect it. And it's just, it's really cool to see. And for the people that come up and freak us out and say they recognize our voices, keep doing that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It We're scares sorry us. it scares us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do I know you? Do I, I know, know you? Exactly. I know your voice. Yeah. Why do you know? Voice? No, get oh, out of my yes. bubble. Get out of my bubble. <laughs> so, yeah. so. I appreciate that. And people who uh, constantly pick on Nick at shows and tell them they love my show. And, yeah. <laughs> I and, love the running and, joke. And my clutch work. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for that. So, uh Big, big, you know, thank you, Dan. I, I want to, and I do want to thank Shauna. She's helped us a lot this year. Um, and that's not just because she walked in the room and I felt guilty, but, um, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but, uh, it's been a great year. So, um, and we, we will see you guys, I guess, next year for this year of Rain City Supercars RCS. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>